in Bootstrap Book Club, we just finished reading The Thank You Economy by Gary Vaynerchuk. And in that book, he really hit it home that today online, people want a service that is personalized. They want you to email them back personally. They want quality products and they want it fast and they want it cheap. And so what the Dobbin Clothing Founders really did was make sure that they're providing quality products at an affordable price. And so I'm very excited tonight to find out how they're doing that and how we can apply that in our own businesses. So make sure that you introduce yourself in the chat and check in using the hashtag YFEChat. the weekly live show YFE Chat Live every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific 9 Eastern here on YFELive.com. I'm your host tonight, Jennifer Dono. You can tweet me at Jennifer Dono. And our guests, like I was mentioning, are Dobbin Clothing Founders. And this is for episode 87. Very excited for tonight. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Ovali TV. Ovali believes in building community through shared experiences. We produce professional live webcasts that bring tribes together. And by MailChimp. MailChimp is the best way to design, send, and share email newsletters. You can get started today at MailChimp.com for free. And don't forget to sign up for our MailChimp mailing list. It's not like, it's not from MailChimp. We use MailChimp. It's from YFE. You can sign up at yfe.me forward slash mailed it. And there you can find out the latest about what's going on at YFE. And there's always something happening at Young Female Entrepreneurs. And so one of the things that is happening is the Bootstrap Book Club, like I mentioned in our um, opening, we just finished the Thank You Economy, and we're going to bring in our past host for the Bootstrap Book Club, Stacey Harris, at the Stacey Harris. She's phenomenal. I absolutely love Stacey. So let's bring her on in just a minute. <laughs> and so what we did recently was we voted on what book we'd like to have next. And I'm so excited for tonight's guest, the founders of Dobbin Clothing, because it's our book is actually about the power of glamour. And so hopefully we'll talk to them a little bit about how or if they use the power of glamour within their business and in their marketing. Uh, but very excited. And for everyone that's listening now, we're actually going to get started next week. And I want to know from you guys, is a Tuesday and Friday question posting time a good trial because I want to try a question going out on Friday I'm going to try a question going out on Tuesday versus the Saturday Stacey what do you think about that uh, I like that I, I think that it doesn't the nice thing is you can answer the previous questions too I think a good thing to remember when you're jumping in and answering the questions is that you don't have to answer just the one pin to the top answer all of them I like Jump that. in. I just felt like on Saturdays, the question would get lost sometimes, uh, like yeah. you get started in your weekend. And so we'll just try it out. I liked the I liked the posting schedule of Tuesdays and Saturdays and understood that some people work full time, so a weekend piece is there. Anyway, just thought like, like amidst kids' photos, we'll put it on Friday. So Stacy, I wanted to thank you personally so much for hosting. Um, oh, I have a hair like totally <laughs> <I've been> crazy. <laughs> 
I wanted to thank you for hosting uh, the Thank You Economy. I thought you did such an amazing job. You're definitely you. now, I mean, I think everyone definitely realizes that you are the social media rock star, that you are oh, Hit the Mic. thank you. That's so sweet. You're very responsive, and you are a great role model as far as the book club goes and how to respond to people, which we'll hopefully talk to Dobbin Clothing about. Thank you. I love doing it. I had a really good time. I'm super excited because um, Gary, Vaynerchuk, Gary Vaynerchuk is actually coming to Phoenix to do a book signing for his new book. So I will be there on December 5th and I will be tweeting and sending you guys pictures and videos and all sorts of fun stuff. Um, so I'm really excited. And I was on his birthday spree cast this morning and gave him a little shout out from YFE. Um, so yeah, it's super fun. Oh, how cool. All right, Stacey. Well, thank you again for hosting. You know, people have emailed me and said how much they love you for hosting. And I oh, think it's going to confuse people if you don't host next time. <laughs> uh, but well, I haven't read the book yet. So and for I whatever not reason, be a very good host. No, here's it's the on thing. Candle waiting for me. Here's the thing. We have, we've had a host every different book, for, but for whatever reason, you are the person that does the book club for everyone. So... That's I just so thought it was sweet. so funny. So anyway, thank Thanks, you, Stacy. Make sure you guys that you check in on the chat with Stacy and that you're tweeting with her. Um, and we'll bring Stacy on at the end of the show again so she can give her input and um, tell us what's been going on. Yay. Thanks, All everybody. Right. I'll see you guys after the show. Thanks, Stacy. All right. So um, now let's go ahead. And I'm really excited, too, because we're going to bring on Jessica Gold Newman and Catherine Doyle now. But halfway through, we're going to also bring in intern Vanita. <laughs> I'm so excited. She's so sweet, and she's very, um, she has a lot of big dreams, and so she's going to ask them a couple questions as well. So before we do that, let's go ahead and welcome in Dobbin Clothing, a chic and tailored wardrobe staple, tailored wardrobe staples, and the best Italian stretch fabrics, 100% made in the USA, all for under $200. So Jessica Gold Newman and Catherine Doyle, thank you so much for being on the show. So excited to have you here. Oh, we're fixing the audio. Okay. You guys couldn't hear me, but we just introduced you. <laughs> uh, I still can't hear them. We're working on the soundboard. There we go. All right, ladies, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Thank you thank so you much for having for us. us. <laughs> All right, so tell us a little bit about Dobbin Clothing. Your story is prominently placed on your website, but let's talk a little bit about how you met and what your previous experience was before actually founding your own startup. Well, we met when we were both working at Liz Lang Maternity. I worked as a design director and Jessica was the head of marketing. And we found that we just had very similar tastes. Uh, we both loved vintage fashion. We loved traveling to Paris, um, literature, things like that. So we just became friends very quickly. And after we left, Jessica went and started a consulting business and I went to work for a major retailer to help them uh, start an accessory startup. And after that, we just really, we both felt the pull to start something of our own. So we teamed up and we have very complementary skills. So we're like perfect business partners in a sense. Very nice. Now, on your website, I love how it's prominently placed. I mean, I talked about the story being right there. But also, I mean, if you scroll down just a bit, it talks about what it is that Dobbin clothing really is. And so you talk about value fit and, and um, or the made in the USA. It's great fit. It's at affordable price, right? So yeah. my question to you is there's this price point markup that you bring up, that there's an 800% 
price point markup on these luxury brands. So how are you guys going around that? How are you changing the model there? Sure. We are using the same luxury fabrics from Italy, from France, and sometimes from the United States that the top, top designers use. But instead of using a, a showroom and wholesale salespeople, we sell directly to the consumer. So, you know, we go through the same process. Again, with the fabrics, we work with a pattern maker, we make samples, we go through the entire production process. And then, the, you know, a designer of a very high end price point would do the exact same thing. At the end of that process, we've spent about 120 to $150 they too would have spent that amount. Um, You know, there's a bit of a variation, of course. Um, Again, they would probably turn to either an in-house sales team or an outside showroom and a sales team who would mark the goods up from the cost around two to 2.2 times. From there, the wholesale sales team would then sell to a department store or a boutique who would then in turn mark those goods up another 2.2 to 2.5%. Um, so instead of that whole process, we skip all of the middlemen and we sell directly to the consumer. So we have the same beautiful fabrics. We make everything in New York. We're heavily involved in the production process. We work tirelessly on the fit and, and on our customer service. But again, we are able to give that great price, that great value, because we are not marking the goods up same way. Well, you know, and I, that makes total sense. And when you when you talk about that's kind of the reality coming to you, you know, that what you're buying took so much less uh, to actually make as as far as the cost goes, that's kind of depressing when you think about it. You enter into a clothing store and you're paying all of these different people in order for you to actually take it home. So my question then is, if you're focusing directly on the website and making sure that people can purchase a really quality piece of clothing that'll last throughout the years, um, on your website and not using that big sales force that you were talking about behind it, how are you making sure that people find out about you then? What's, how do you get people to your website as far as like SEO goes and how do you make sure that people actually buy once they get there? Sure, we're about a year and a half old and we've been growing really organically, but using social media and blogs and occasionally magazines and a ton of word of mouth, honestly. Um, and have been doubling our sales from season to season since we started. So we're fortunate and, you know, we work so hard on our product and Catherine can testify to that, of course. But, um, you know, we're lucky. Our return rate, and we'll talk about that later, is really low. But, um, yeah, we're just using pretty traditional sources of, of traffic and marketing so far. So more organic, more bloggers talking it's, about you. Yeah. Exactly. It's very word of mouth, um, organics. We're taking it very slowly. Carefully. Carefully. That makes a lot of sense. You know, a lot of people actually, uh, we had a guest um, last week that has products out in Whole Foods in the, um, what was it, the Southwest region for Whole Foods. So California, Nevada, and a few other states. And she was explaining that she hasn't done a whole lot of social media because just being in Whole Foods there, they sell out right away and she said we have to be very careful and make sure that we're managing our brand and we're handling demand carefully too exactly so i think that makes a lot of sense now under the 200 dollars price point um piece that you talk about on your website why is that 200 dollars price point so important to you well we feel that 200 dollars 
creates such a, a, a value and a great investment piece for our consumers. Um, most dresses in the marketplace at this point are anywhere from three to $500 if you go to a department store. And you could easily, even if you go to a fast fashion retailer at Zara or H&M, spend easily $200 on a couple of items. So we feel like we're offering a really high quality, well-fitting item for $200. Well, and you know, one of the things that's interesting to me on your website, apart from the $200 that really stood out to me, the fact that that's an important price point to you, is that uh, you've your, your fit models are size 8s. Now, I'm not too familiar with uh, the fashion industry, but a size 8 seems like the average woman. And when I go shopping for clothing, I look at the people on you know, the mannequins, and I think, wow, that looks so cute on them. And then I put it on, and I look super frumpy and disgusting. So I love that. I mean, size eight, I looked at your site and at first I thought, okay, they're going after a niche audience here, the professional woman that needs this nice piece. But at the same time, you know, you think about it a little bit further, you're one of the only people that really is designing for the average female, professional, modern, fresh, young woman, essentially. So as far as the size eight, I mean, what was the thinking behind that? And is, do you see that as being the social, the norm in the future? Uh, we definitely do. I mean, a size eight is the median size of our range. We do from zero zero to size 16. So we feel that at a size eight, we can accurately size up, grade up our garments, and we can accurately grade down. So we could have a better fitting garment. Unfortunately, that for us, the um, hard part is the average size in America is a 14. Whereas a lot of the, like you were saying, the mannequins, you go to a store, you're seeing a size four. So we're trying to hit sort of that middle point. That makes sense. I don't know why more people do that. Is that just because when you look at the mannequin, a size four sells faster than a size eight? I mean, why there Why is probably, that? There are probably a multitude of reasons, but, you know, marketing and... and it's mostly marketing and people think something smaller looks probably cuter. Well, and it sounds like, I mean, we talked about Lululemon this morning uh, with YFE and, you know, the different things that they're going through, but the founder talked, he brought it back to the company culture and what they built around the brand and how it's much more than just a yoga pan. It's the culture behind it. And I feel like your company is, I mean, and I don't want to compare you to Lululemon, especially with what's going on right now, but you have a similar thing going where it's the culture behind the brand, the idea, the the beliefs behind the brand, your why, and the whole idea that size eight, while, you know, conventionally a size four fit model might have sold on the mannequin faster a size eight is actually what people are buying so i mean there's so many different things around that that i really like the fact that you guys do that and before we bring vanita on to ask a couple questions i wanted to get to the the return policy so on your website people can purchase something try it on kind of like zappos uh, if it doesn't fit perfectly or they're not happy with it for whatever reason they you've paid for their return as well so, I mean, that to me sounds like a logistical nightmare. So, <laughs> and I'm sure you ladies have taken care of it. So what does your back end of the website look like? How does that process happen? We have a Magento back end and we also use um, ready returns, but everything is fairly personal. Um, 
When somebody orders something, we usually review their order and look at, you know, the items they've ordered and the kind of fit they're looking for. We occasionally contact them. I sometimes suggest a smaller size or a different silhouette. Um, we send personal notes to all of our customers. We really work with them one-on-one -on -one to try to ensure that they get what they want in a fast way, in a seamless way. And if they need to return in an equally seamless way, that they can return and get their refund as soon as that box hits us. Um, so, so far it's gone pretty well. Of course, there are always bumps in the road because we're a startup, <laughs> but um, we try extra hard to have our service be sort of, you know, what people remember about customer service, really like warm and and you know personal and that you understand the brand behind what you're ordering and it's not just this cold like you receive something in a plastic bag and it's like that's what you get and if it works it works if it doesn't work it doesn't work we sort of want our customers to have a relationship with us it's funny and that you said that your brand is warm because that's exactly what i thought of it too warm especially looking through your blog and the types of things you share i really connected with what you were talking about and thought that uh whoever's handling your social media is doing a really good job of reflecting that warmth and the uh, the professional young female. Um, now, as far as you mentioned, really fast, because I, I don't, I don't, I don't run at a retail business. But what is Ready Ship? Is that what you said? Ready Shipper, yeah, and Ready Returns. That's what we use for returns. Okay, and what is that? It's a backend system that that's how customers can just go on and put in their order number, and they can set up a label to you know, get their package headed so right back. So it's a software as a service type piece that yeah. you've, you subscribe to, so anyone could get that. Very exactly. cool. Yeah, I had no idea about that kind of thing, so that's great. So let's bring on Vanita. She's going to come on just a moment, and Vanita is the YFE intern, um, and she is interested in starting a uh, restaurant, and she's also interested in fashion, so let's bring on Vanita. Okay. Oh, just a moment. We're waiting. <laughs> So in the meantime, there's people on the chat that are talking about um, uh, talking about your brand, and it's it's been fun to listen to what everyone has to say. Um, at you, Bren, who was actually my co-host this morning, says she likes the warm reference. If you look through you, Bren, Ursula, if you look through uh, their brand, you'll see that it really is exactly what, as they say, warm. So Vanita's on. Let's go ahead and hear what Vanita's questions are for you. So go ahead, Vanita. Okay, hey, um, my first question is, what are some steps to starting my own business? Well, I know that we, we the way that we started, we um, created a business plan. That was our very first step. And we had a lot of meetings and discussed it and um, talked about what we really wanted this brand to represent and how we, we were going to make this brand different than what already exists. Um, so I think that's a really great first starting point. I agree. Okay. okay, and my last question is, who is your inspiration? I don't think we have a particular woman in mind. I mean, I think we and our friends and family members are the inspiration behind our business. Of course, we have fashion icons and, and media people that we look to, but uh, you know, so much of it is things we want and things we see women wanting um, out in the marketplace. So they're our inspiration. That's a great question. 
Now, as I mean, Vanita talked about getting started, and you mentioned the time that it took as far as the meetings go. How long did it take from idea to uh, to actually like selling something? Less than a year. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. See, we were just talking about this the other day in YFE, and most people were saying three to four years, or it, like the idea was around in their head. When you were worth, when you were both working at Liz Lang, did you ever think one day we're going to start a company together? Probably a little bit. We talked about it on and off, but never seriously. Mm -hmm. We didn't seriously start talking about this until two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. Well, that's pretty crazy. I just think that that's really um, out of the norm as far as that goes. But so, I mean, and by the way, Vanita, thank you so much for your questions. Those were great. Thank you. Vanita's fantastic. Hopefully you guys can all follow her, Vanita Aspen. All right, so before we let you go, because I have a few more questions to ask you as far as going back into the Gary Vaynerchuk thank you economy theme and the idea that you are personal, real-life people emailing back and answering questions, what type of sales force or, I mean, we're talking about, you know, the dis the different dis distributor distributors <laughs> that goes into fashion, who, what size of a team is behind you that's doing the fulfillment, that's answering emails? We're tiny. It's under five people, honestly. Um, we really, we're able to baby our customers, um, probably because we have such a small team so far. But like Catherine mentioned before, we're growing very carefully and very organically. Um, so right now, I think that we'll end up in the very near future training and hiring more sales staff to help us with help that us end grow. of the business. But right now, because we have such a great control of the quality of our care, we're trying to do as much of it as possible ourselves. Yeah. Now, as far as, you know, quality control you're talking about, we're entering into the holiday season, which mm -hmm. I'm assuming is definitely going to be a boost in your business. And so as far as quality control goes and emails and support and Twitter, I mean, we just saw the big fiasco with JP Morgan today. How, what are some, some best, um, best uh, practices as far as responding to customers who have concerns or maybe questions, that type of a thing? I think it's just a continuation of how we treat our customers on a daily basis. You know, we respond to their emails promptly. We try to help them as much as possible. It's sort of those old school values that we try to continue just every day. Very nice. Well, and uh, so on the same line, as far as social media goes, you talked about being on organic uh, growth spurt where people are just naturally talking about you taking pictures. And I've seen on your Facebook page that you've shared people who have like little selfies of them wearing your clothes. What sites have converted best for you? So is it Facebook? I mean, we've talked to people that um, crispy bikinis out of Southern California, they sell handmade custom bikinis, beautiful. And they said one of the best sites that have converted for them is Instagram. They put something up on Instagram and they sell tons of it the next day. So what social media site has really worked for the two of you? Facebook, honestly, and it, it actually came as a surprise, but it's been a community for our customers. Um, we do some Facebook advertising, um, so it brings in new people. But when those selfies go up, even you might have noticed um, someone posted some from the blog last night. Another customer said, oh, wow, I'm actually wearing the same outfit right now, at, you know, that you're wearing in those pictures. So um, they love all the articles that we post and the pictures. And, and that's really been our, our 
social media place that's worked. Um, we do have Twitter, we have Instagram, we have Pinterest, and we keep all those things going, but our special social media hub is Facebook for sure. I've heard a lot of people say that uh, Facebook, that they spend all of their time on Facebook because they said if you look around at a coffee shop or if you're waiting in line for groceries, uh, you look into the person next to you and they're on Facebook, on their phone. So they said it's just a natural translation of, you know, you see that that's where people are. They always have it open, same as kind of like the email. So you, uh, Bren, at you, Bren, uh, Ursula, she's saying that she loves that you answer your own emails and that you really get to understand your customer that way. So that's the flip side of that, you know, you have that quality control. But at the same time, you hear the feedback right away then, especially if you're a new company that's interested in growing. So on the on the idea of feedback, do you listen? I mean... People say the customer is always right, but at, at certain times, you know, they're not. You've got to be in control of what your product is going to look like the next season, that type of a thing. So what do you do with feedback? How much of it do you listen to and that you execute on? Well, we listen to our customers, obviously. We love feedback. Um, that's what helps us, you know, decide what we're going to do in the future. But we always have to maintain our own vision that we have that we started with. So it's, it's a balance. It's maintaining the vision and also listening to the customers. But the customers do, it's kind of, uh, that saying is true. Like the customers do always win because that's what we're in business for is them. To please people. Yeah. yeah. And I hate to bring up Lululemon again, but that's exactly what we were talking about earlier. They were pushing the blame back on the customer, I felt. And so mm -hmm. I just think that's a great reminder for all of us looking at that, that the customer is is king and sending them feedback, that type of a thing, or listening to their feedback is always important. Now, I wanna make sure that we talk about a fashion piece. So I loved on your site, the one thing that I love as far as quality piece goes is a good blazer. I think the fit is so important and I feel like at H&M or anywhere else that you go, Target, everyone, it's the trendy thing right now, but the blazers fit horribly. They make you look like a man or that you have a square like body, it's horrible. <laughs> yes, it's horrible. And I think a good blazer is something that's timeless. I I have my blazer that I bought um, 10 years ago still, and it's still in style. It's still fashionable, and I still love it. So, And one of the things that I love that on your site was that you had such an awesome selection that was more of a timeless, less trendy type look. And so as far as blazers go, I wanted to get your feedback on uh, what what we should be doing with them apart from going into like the boardroom type setting with the pantsuit on what can you do outside of the boardroom type setting with a blazer well that's so nice of you that you said that about our blazer we really try to make our blazer a timeless item and we fit it to make it more almost feminine so it shape you know it contours the body more than like what you were saying a boxy blazer that you could find at h&m um, I think some of the best ways to wear a blazer is to pair it with a really cute printed dress. Or if you want to wear it with your favorite pair of pants, like we have great skinny pants, the Stanton. Um, you can wear it, you know, with booties um, for a more casual look or dress it up with a dress, like I said. Yeah, I just love the blazer because I feel like there's so many different things you can do with it. And it fits with so many different style profiles for people, especially yeah. young women. We all have different different tastes. And I feel like it always pulls a look together. Um, so yes. you can accessorize it all different ways with jewelry or scarves or anything. 
I agree. So, ladies, where can we find you after this? Like you were saying, Facebook is a big hub. You're constantly updating that. And it's it's so fun to look at it. Hopefully you guys like their page. Um, where Facebook, website, all of that fun stuff. Where can we find you? Facebook is just facebook.com slash Dobbin Clothing. And you can find all of our social media pages at www.dobbinclothing.com. Awesome. Hopefully everyone will check that out. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I really appreciate it. A gorgeous brand. Uh, wishing you the best of luck through the holidays, too. Hopefully everyone will make sure that you check it out and add that to your Christmas shopping list or holiday shopping list. Thank you so thank much you. for having us. All right. Thank you, ladies. So we were just talking to the founders of DobbinClothing.com, Jessica Goldnewman and Catherine Doyle. Fantastic women, great role models for everyone. Uh, I love the idea that they're growing slowly, making sure that their brand quality is really staying there and staying true to their vision. Let's see if we can bring Stacy up really fast before we go so we can hear what's been going on in the chat. I looked at a couple times and it looks like people were thinking that Vanita looked beautiful tonight and I totally agree. Um, and then uh, at Melissa Sija, C- C- is that how you pronounce it, Melissa? I've known Melissa. She's out of a similar area to me, and I've known her for a while. But she said that she we lo- she loved that they listen to the customers but always maintain the vision. Yes. Yeah, so, Stacey, what's been going on in Twitter and chat? There, uh, there was a big response to the fact that they respond to their customers um, personally. I think that everybody was kind of into that. Um, I think that as consumers, we probably really like that. Um, and also that it was it was a real focus on quality. Also from a social media standpoint, I just have to say that whoever handles their social media and is handling the Dobbin Clothing Twitter handle right now, good job. You did an excellent job. Yay. I love seeing people really take advantage of this time where people are engaging with the brand and like engaging back. Like that makes me happy. So I just have to say. Smart, right? <laughs> Very smart. Well, Stacy, you have a lot of things happening for you right now, so I don't want to keep you too much longer, but where can people find you? Mention the the iTunes thing, too. Hopefully, you guys will all go and listen and rate. And I, I starred you and rated you today. I was so excited. Thank you. I have a podcast now. I mentioned it a little at the top of the show, but you guys can find it on iTunes. It's Hit the Mic with Stacy Harris. If you go to my website, thestacyharris.com, there's a link to iTunes. I would love some YFE love with some ratings and some reviews. Honest feedback is always appreciated. Five stars are never turned down. So head on over there, and you guys connect with me anytime at thestacyharris.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today and tweeting. Stacy, where can people did you just say your Twitter handle and I wasn't listening? I'm at the Stacy Harris. Yeah, at the Stacy Harris. Thanks. It's like guys. when I talk to you, I'm like, hi, the Stacy Harris. <laughs> Actually a lot of people do that. It makes sense. All right, everyone. <laughs> I know we should put instead of Stacy Harris on the lower third, we should put the Stacy Harris. She's the it would Stacey. Work. People right. would know. Thanks Thank for you, having Stacey. me. Bye guys. All right, everyone. So this is episode 87 of YFE Chat Live, the live show that happens every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern here on YFELive.com. I'm very excited for holidays because we've got so many cool brands coming on talking about um, 
about social media, about shopping, about online retail, about all sorts of cool things. So make sure that you stay tuned. Sign up for yfe.me forward slash mailed it to find out all the fun things that are happening with YFE. Don't forget about our daily webcast that happens at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Get in on the daily networking. It's a 15-minute piece, so you can just take a quick break from your work and say hi to everybody and then go on with your day. So thank you all so much for showing up live. Thank you to Stacy. Thank you to the founders of Dobbin Clothing. And I will see you here next Thursday, same time, same place.